Hi everyone and happy new year. This is the first episode of Goodbye Bullshit Hello Happiness in 2023 and we're starting with my favorite episode of Goodbye Bullshit Hello Happiness which is Magical Curiosities with my co-host Sarah. Hello Sarah, happy new year. Hi, happy new year. Good to be here. Always. So today we wanted to talk about um, the challenges of a healing journey when you're going through your healing journey and the pitfalls. As we all know, it is a journey. It is a process and it's an ongoing process. It's not a journey that has a start and an end. Um, it's at some point it shifts it's not even a healing journey but part of the process of the journey that you're here for and um as we go through that everybody has some challenges and pitfalls so i wanted to hear during your process during your journey what have you found to be some of the challenges and pitfalls that you had to get yourself sort of out um well um, I think the biggest thing that, especially in the beginning was super overwhelming was once I kind of recognized all of the things, not even all, eight lot of things <laughs> that I needed to work on, um, especially being a little bit who I am, like I tend to kind of be all or nothing, which means when I started recognizing things I need to work on. I instinctively wanted to be able to fix them all, all at once. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, the way that we put trauma into our body or the way we carry it, um, it's always in layers, right? Like the trauma goes on in layers. So I'm not really sure why instinctually we think, right, that we can just shed everything all at once because that makes really no logical sense that it should work that way. Um, so I think definitely that over getting really overwhelmed and frustrated, right? You get frustrated with yourself, frustrated at your progress. Um, it definitely made me feel like I wasn't doing good enough and I, I should be better than I am. And all of those kind of negative things that we tell ourselves um, or that we've heard from other people. And they always, they kind of echo. And I feel like um, I've only just recently felt like I've sort of been able to shed enough layers that it feels a little bit more focused. Um, nice, I, nice. Yeah, I think that's, yeah. Um, one thing, a uh, couple of things you mentioned, um, I think everybody gets into that place of fix it mode is I think humans, that's one of our nature, especially I think, I don't know if the females have it more than males, but um, it is a fix it mode that we're not just for ourselves, but everything around us, people in our relationships, it's like, let me go fix it. And um, I think that's a big, pitfall for everyone that if you become aware of it, then why am I doing this? Because there is nothing to fix. Because when the minute you said there is something to fix, 
that implies that there is a problem, there is an issue, and there is something broken. So again, watching the words that we use, so there is nothing to fix. It is a process, it is a journey, it is layers, as you mentioned. And with layers, you know, during winter time or actually more fall or spring, you wear layers because in the morning it's cold and in the afternoon or noon gets warm and you shed those layers, you take them off. There's nothing wrong, it's just whatever you need at the moment. So I think changing that mindset that there isn't an issue to fix and that we're, it's a journey, it's a process and there are layers and as you're going through this journey, you're going to be letting go of the layers that you no longer need and no longer serve you, I think helps with not falling into those pitfalls. Mm. I think part of it is also like you get this idea you, it's this whole expectations thing, right? This, this idea that you get in your head, this vision of what it means to be healthy, right? To be, and then there's also all of the other, I guess, avatars. I don't know quite what to say, but the, uh, um, such as, you know, I need to be healthy. I need to be skinny. I need to be intelligent. I need to be organized. I need to be whatever, right? I need, 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 need. And, um, I, um, it boils down, I think, for myself and just really, truly believing that the way that I am and who I am and the way that I express myself, like, in that kind of innermost way, um, really is okay to to live in that space out in the world, <laughs> right? To, to have that ability to step forward and... Um, to truly let myself do what I what I want to do, say what I want to say, and not be worried about the repercussions around you. And I think that's sort of, I mean, that kind of boils down, right? Like what good mental health means, I think. Yeah. Um, so expectations of needing to be. So, you know, Again, part of the reasons I started the goodbye bullshit, hello happiness, that was it. One of the biggest bullshits, need. I need, should, have to, must, all of those. When we say those, it's out of the definition of someone else or society or parents, grandparents, whatever. And that rule book, um, letting go of that rule book because there is no rule book, there is no need, should. And bringing it back to, like you said, what's good for me? What is being me look like and what is healthy for me? What feels good for me? Because everybody's different. And that's, I think, part of that expectation is that we all need to be alike and same size, same look, same everything. And it gets difficult and challenging because it's like, well, I can't be that. You're not supposed to be that. That's that person. Their journey is different. They're on a different road. They look like they're in the same road, but they're a totally different road than you. And your journey is different. So coming back to letting those rules go, the needs go, and just be. Be present for yourself and 
all that shows up. And again, reminding ourselves that everything is coming into our life, not putting that good and bad label on it, that everything is coming for a purpose and everything is a gift. Mm. And it's coming to us with love. It's a gift of love to us. I'm sorry. I'm sort of smiling because <laughs> I was just thinking um, as I've been, so, okay, for those people out there who don't really know me, um, so I, I very viscerally kind of connect with spirit, right? Like in a very direct kind of way. Um, and I feel it really physically. So I've been doing these healing energy meditations. And it was really funny to me that something I remembered from a, as a kid that used to come into my room and would touch me. Um, I remember being terrified of that and cause I didn't understand it. Right. I had all this fear about what that was. I'd had all these stories about like, you know, evil things, the boogeyman, right. Mm -hmm. Coming in, to take you away or the monsters under your bed. So it really freaked me out. <laughs> and, um, I met it again the other day and I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like I did not understand that you were here trying to help like, physically and energetically heal me, right? It was coming with this love and the support mm -hmm. and wanting to help. And I think we, a lot of times as, because of sort of these fear-based traditions and stories that we grow up with, mm -hmm. that that's a lot of our instincts, right? A lot of us say, oh, well, it looks different than everything else or it's dark or whatever. And it sort of lends to that fear aspect. And I've found that the more I can relax and just allow, as you always say, right? Allow the flow. Mm -hmm. um, that everything that seems to come, I can feel it as love and support, mm -hmm. which, you know, I'd never been able to do before. Um, and it's completely changed the way I interact with everything. Yeah. And, um, I know about some of your experiences, so I don't want to uh, overstep, but no, you're good. one of the biggest things, and you know, you and I have done work around this, is the fear. And it's not just you. I think everybody, um, you know, fears something that's been passed down as well. It's in the society, passed down to us. And it has, what has caused all this separation in the this physical world that we live in and that it is exact opposite of love. And that fear gets us to sort of like get scared of everything that shows up in our life, including I think as kids, um, majority of the kids, especially the ones, you know, more in tune with their abilities or in a place of more trauma, they feel the energy, see energy, and all these things, but then because everybody's told them to be afraid, you know, we let that in. Even for me, I mean, I get clients that call me all the time that said, you know, well, there's a, actually, if you can talk about that, uh, there is, you know, I, there's a bad energy, negative energy, there's somebody that's cursed me, you know, there's something in here that, you know, I know it's negative and it's trying to hurt me or, and for me, my always 
go to is that the only reason something's there is there's a purpose for it. And once you release that fear, let go of that fear, all of that will go. If you come with a place of love, from a place of love and let the fear go, that all works itself out and it can't be in your presence. And if it's there and you approach it with love, you can see the purpose of it clearly. And whatever it is, help it to release and go. Um, do you want to speak to that? <laughs> sure. Um, I've definitely had a few experiences uh, before I was sort of confident, I guess, in my own ability to protect myself. I mean, or not even protect, right? The idea that I don't really need protection at all, mm -hmm. if that makes sense. Um, and so I've definitely had some things that att attached. I felt it as an attachment, right? Mm -hmm. Um and that it would cause physical pain. So my automatic feeling of course was, okay, pain equals bad. And therefore, oh my God, get this thing away from me. <laughs> um, and it turned out, I mean, it's been a couple different things, but um, I mean, one was a girl who had OD'd and she was in this space where she did not even know she was dead. She didn't understand like what was happening. And was just kind of, I think, reaching and clawing onto anything that she kind of could. Um, and that 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 is a great example of once I kind of realized, oh, wait, this is a soul who's just kind of trapped and lost and not really knowing what to do. I was able to work with her to help release feelings that we both had in common, right? Feelings of lack not being worth anything and feelings of despair and that kind of stuff. And that is the thing I think has been the most useful. One of the things you also have told me is that when you heal yourself, you're also healing others. And that um, the idea that that differentiation doesn't even have to happen. That if you recognize this energy that you're feeling and you can identify that part of yourself that feels that way, so whether it's your energy or somebody else's, it actually doesn't matter because if you feel that energy, you're healing anything that's sort of in that energy. Like, yeah. Thank you for your willingness to share. I didn't want to <laughs> go into all of that. But, it's all good. Uh, no, no, but I'm, I'm glad you did because like I said, I get a lot of calls and a lot of people wanting to come and they don't like my answer that I say, you know, uh, I'm not going to be, even if I could like release that for you, there's another thing that's going to come right behind it because that is still in you. And what that, that part of you that needs healing, this is going to latch onto until you let that go. So if you don't want things attaching to you, um, or those feelings get exaggerated in you, do the work, go inside, clear it, let go of the fear, let go of those things, and it doesn't happen anymore. And, you know, that's exactly what you were saying, feelings in common, and that's basically it, coming from a place of love that, yeah, nothing can harm me when we go inside. As I'm helping myself, I'm going to heal these things around me as well. Um, 
you also had a different experience too with the cold. You want to mention that or no? Well, the cold one. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I want to say one thing first, which Go ahead. Is, um, I just want to say one of the things I've also come to realize as I've been energy healing myself is um, sometimes it hurts. It does. It's painful. Sometimes it feels like I'm being stabbed. <laughs> but the thing is, and again, I used to recoil from that being like, that's got to be something wrong. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's just, it's super blocked and therefore it takes, you know, more pressure or whatever. I don't know really what it is, but in my mind, I think of it like a pipe that's blocked. And so it requires a lot of pressure behind it to force out whatever the block is. Um, anyway, so just, I wanted to say, I think when we talk about healing and stuff and love, I think people assume that that means it's all like Gentle. <laughs> gentle. Thank you. Easy was not no. the right word. Yes. Gentle. But Sometimes it is not. It's not. <laughs> it's challenging. I actually, thank you for bringing that point up too, because that's part of the, that's a good, one of the biggest challenging parts of this healing process. I have so many clients that they, um, you know, come, they, they've been coming and during that process, they have an appointment and they come to them. I really didn't want to come for the appointment. I had anxiety before I came. The day before I knew was coming to this because you know you're going to do something that's challenging and it's going to go deal with those pains that you've been carrying. Yeah. And um, I, I told her, I said, one of the reasons I put my 48 hour cancellation policy there was because. It is a hard process and, you, you know, part of you is like, no, I don't want to go do this right now. And, um, and they always, they come and they feel better as soon as they walk into my space. And after we do, we do the work for that day, they're always like, I'm glad I came. Now I feel better. Um, it is, it is a challenging process. It's, um, but it's also that why you're doing it. You cannot hide and run away from yourself for too long. You can if you want, but the pain, you know, as you mentioned, that pain is going to come knocking at your door and yeah. say, you can't ignore me anymore. You know, I've been there. I know you've been there. And everybody else that's been on this journey can tell you, you are going to get to a point that, it's going to be knocking at your door, whether it's physically, emotionally, mentally, or all of the above, and tell you it's time. You cannot run away from all these things that you've been carrying inside for too long. Yes. Yes. Um, you mentioned the cold. You want me to still go back to that? Yeah, I don't know. Do you want to talk <laughs> yeah, about that? Yeah, no, actually. Also but the cold, I know even that it's an experience for a lot of people that mm. they've had. But for you, if you remember, the cold had two prongs to it. One for you as a kid that was experiencing. So it was that commonality in there again that something else got attached to. Because um, I know for those people that get the winter blues and also get extremely cold, there is some tie to something that's happened in their childhood and growing up that they mm. relate to that story as well. Yeah. And I mean, really for me, um, I think, you know, just to be clear for people, I guess, um, 
is that the two prongs were one. I mean, it was also like, um, oh my God, sorry, I lost my train of thought. Okay. That um, it was this idea that as a kid, right, that things come to you, as we talked about, and that a lot of that cold energy were people who had frozen to death or whatever. I lived, grew up in Missouri. Um, we had pasture land behind us, um, you know, part of the Trail of Tears, like all of that sort of thing. And uh, of course, we had civil war battles there too. Um, and I, it was, it's funny, like as soon as I did a land healing that was, again, two toned, one that was, um, basically just trying to allow those souls that had kind of gotten stuck in the land to move on. And then I was also able to allow my kid who had gotten stuck, um, you know, from all of the fear of what she was experiencing and was able to let her go so that it healed myself as well. And I will be honest. I remember the first day it got really cold and I had a jacket on. I walk outdoors outside with my, my husband and he's like, oh, it's so cold. And I was like, wait, I'm fine. <laughs> what is happening right now? Why is this not bothering me that it's freezing? Because any little bit of cold, I used to be shivering and like it was so uncomfortable. Um, and again, with cold, by the way, the other thing to say is, um, you know, that stale, stagnant cold that we get sometimes. I think also that sometimes can freak people out with meditation when they talk about their hands and their feet and they'll be freezing or healing of any kind. Right. And I think that's another thing that sometimes people latch onto as being a negative thing, mm -hmm. which it just is right. You're just releasing or interacting well, with something. The energy, the energy in the body, there is like, um, if you look at the system in our body, there is what they call like the heat energy, the fire energy that needs to be down in your core, um, you know, which is like your first, second, third chakras, um, you know, that's where you need the heat especially that root chakra and then from that heat then it as it's coming up it's going to cool down and this is where your cool energy needs to be and sort of like when you get headaches of any kind that's when not all the time but majority of the time also it could be that uh Sort of like if you've been overthinking, stressing, things like that, and the root chakra doesn't have that fire in it. So it's sort of like that's imbalance that the fires come up. Mm. So the heat is here and the cool is down in the root chakra. And that's sometimes what is the headache is caused by. So one of the things you can do if you have um, headache, um, ice packs, you know, back of the neck where the neck and head meet, um, even a little bit lower, like in between your shoulder blades, um, top of the head with ice packs there. And um, even with that, putting a heating pad on your uh, root chakra location, mm. which is like the lower back or that lower abdomen, sort of the tailbone area. And that starts to help 
the energy move about. See, I hadn't even thought about the heat and cool energy inside ourselves. Like I just hadn't even gotten that far. That's really interesting. And I was going to say, that's also a whole nother topic with the physical, physical expression of our energy and what, right? Like what sort of symptoms we get with what kinds of energy imbalances. We will go to that at the next magical, February's magical. There we go. That'll be good. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely that. And again, you know, um, I talked about this with uh, another in another podcast with someone else's podcast. I can't remember whose show I was on. But also uh, with that heat and cold, there's also the male-female energies that when you balance it out. So when you're feeling that cold and in different places of the body, like you said, I think most people have put that as a negative thing but bringing it into, oh, it's just energy moving and finding its way. Another key point um, I think that will help during those times to remind yourself too that the body knows best. Really, your body knows best. Just get out of the way. Um, You don't (laughs) tell the blood in your body where to go, how to move. You're not telling your nerves what to do. You're not telling your heart, your lungs, you know, your intestine. Okay, heart, beat, beat, move the blood. You're not talking to it. The body, everything in your body functions naturally, has a natural order to it. And it will recognize, just like your blood cells, white blood cells, it knows like, hey, there's something there. You know, let me go do what I need to. The body knows best. If you want to help your body, go inside and release and let go of those baggages you're carrying. Because those baggages, those things that, again, like we talked about, that you're trying to hide away and pack it, lock it, don't look at it, but they're still there, festering. And those boxes that you think you've locked up someplace inside, um that's your body's trying to also process those whether you're looking at it or not in different ways so that it doesn't have to carry it um all those i mean i think everybody at this point agrees and knows that all your physical symptoms have physical emotional mental they have energetical and it, and emotional tie into them, um, all those physical things that happen. Yeah, and, and I I agree with you um, that I do thankfully think it's becoming at least more common knowledge, and that I even have found studies now where that's something that they're exploring is doing uh, studies on the mental and and physical connection to try to figure out mechanisms for why certain things you know, affect you in your physical body the way that they do. So So the key point, guys, don't scare away from the challenges. Yes, it's challenging, but it's also rewarding. Actually, that would be another to wrap it up, the rewarding part of this. What was (laughs) the rewarding part of this journey? I mean, it's a journey that you're still going through, but, you know, what has been the rewarding part for you? 
I can tell you mine. Okay, what's yours? I can be me. <laughs> I was gonna say that was pretty much about what I was gonna say. Is it's rewarding? It it's freeing. Yeah, feel like you can be in a group of people and not having that uh, like worry about judgment hanging over your head. Like it really it is a prison. Like we, we put all of these expectations and stuff and they really are like prison bars that we are mm -hmm. placing in front of ourselves. Um, and yeah, it's the joy. I was going to say, that's really the other thing, the amount of joy that I experience from simply facing the sun and looking up and closing my eyes, little tiny things or noticing being in a, being in a group of people and, having, you know, bringing out something magical and then having someone go, oh, I've experienced that, but I didn't realize <laughs> like that's what that could be, you know, and, and finding common ground about things that we don't always talk about. So yeah, the freedom. I, I like that. Yes. Yeah. Freedom, freedom, joy, joy, experiencing joy and love. Yeah. Love that it's actually, I think, um, for all of us, it's more of the freedom to be and allowing the flow. Um, I find that that's the other thing that I'm not tied so much to time and um, planning anymore uh, and letting things flow and allow them to be whatever they're going to be and not stress over that, oh, this isn't. So it's just being more present in the moment and allowing whatever it is to be and um, experience the joy and love in each of those moments. Whatever shows up is now, good. I guess it doesn't necessarily sound like the biggest th deal, but it's completely profound when you experience it, especially on a moment-by-moment -moment basis. Mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Sarah, for sharing and you know, being vulnerable to share all those things, your experiences. Thank you for that. And thank you for everybody that's going to watch this later. Yes, we are pre-recording this, um, but we're going to start doing some lives as well. Um, not every month, but some of the months we're going to do lives and um, hope you can join us. If you want us to talk about anything, send us a message, comment, and please subscribe and share. Love you all. Thank you. Happy Thank New you. Year. Happy New Year. Bye.